remember I was the first one there. Just like I was at a previous boyfriend's funeral eight years prior. Felt so surreal. Like how do the only two men you've ever loved both pass away? A question I'll never try to comprehend, nor will I seek the answer. Seems pointless when it keeps changing. I remember trembling as I approached the casket. My feet going numb against the marble floor, my legs barely supporting my body weight. The closer I got to the body, the more disillusioned I felt. I stared at his deep, black coffee complexion. He looked so different. Not the bright, honey, vibrant tone. I'm used to seeing him have. I remember my tremble subsided. My friend was not in that funeral home. That vessel that lay before me was empty and void of energy, joy and spontaneity. I suddenly felt calmer then. He was gone. And that stuffed animal that lay before us was for our own healing, our own peace. I felt the warm tears build and pour over my cheeks like a silent waterfall. My best friend was not coming back. I stood in the very far back of the funeral home feeling like I shouldn't be there. And it suddenly became apparent to me that I I wasn't really that important in his life like I thought I was. I felt strange. I suddenly wanted to leave. One of his college friends must have saw the uneasiness in my face because he walked over and placed his hand on my shoulder. Are you okay? He squeezed it comfortingly, just as my friend used to. I became lightheaded. I'm okay. Thank you. I looked at his friend very closely. I've never even met any of his friends, I thought to myself. And my stomach churned. The service was absolutely beautiful. I saw his family, his friends, and his pastor, all of whom he spoke so highly of. I knew who everyone was, though no one knew of me. Don't be selfish, I told myself. But I felt a heavier level of emptiness that I couldn't comprehend. I spent majority of my time and energy around this person who seems more of a mystery now than ever before. This person was literally a part of my day and yet somehow I felt I was mourning a stranger. I watched as past co-workers of his walked to the podium to share their past experiences and their recollections of what a real man he was. I reached in my suit pocket to feel for the letter I was going to read once everyone had finished. I spent last night and even that morning 
in the funeral parking lot comprising what I wanted to say at the funeral to fully express how much he truly meant to me. How I felt my life could never be the same without him here. But I couldn't get my legs to carry me to the front of the room. I moved my body forward and began to shake. What the hell's going on with me? A weird overwhelming sense of anxiety flooded my entire being. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I felt frozen in place. I tried to lean into the chair in front of me and I stumbled. I felt paralyzed with emotional fear. Just then, I felt a firm pressure against my chest as if I was being held back from something. I began to cry. I rocked back and forth to calm my anxiousness, but I couldn't shake the feeling of being cemented to the spot I stood in. I looked up. I hear a woman speak from the front of the room. He was my baby and I loved him. I saw the much older woman stand at the front of the congregation, clutching a sheet of paper in her hand. And it finally dawned on me it was a poem that she was reading describing her love for the deceased and the love that they shared. I wanted to vomit, but I knew who she was, the other woman. The sugar mama I heard about, the one he felt was worthy to build with. I wanted to disappear. I wanted to mourn my friend respectively and leave. I wanted to forget all the time we spent together, the conversations, the secrets, the texts, the trips, the meetups every weekend, the Monday nights after he put his children to bed, the late nights until 4 a.m. and I had to be up at 5. I wanted to forget I ever knew him. I wanted to blink my eyes and twitch my nose and erase those 2.5 years of Constant bliss, romance, intimacy, friendship, laughter, lies, manipulation, anxiety, vulnerability, trust, and truths completely and totally away. My proverbial rose-tinted glasses spontaneously combusted. I visited his gravesite later on that evening alone, and I thought of our final conversation just hours before he passed. And I wanted to go back in time and do everything all over again, but better. I wish I was more honest with myself. I wish I would have been more authentic. I wish the real me would have stood up as he used to ask of me. And I wanted to say, I'm sorry. I see the plethora of lessons learned through that experience with them, and at times it almost feels like it's a film I'm recalling, not my own life. In many ways, I thank him because unfortunately he died, but I'm able to fortunately live.